Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work. They're illegal. With the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. I am just deleting an email here from the... (laughs) Which one's this one from? It says USPS. It's, uh, you know, United States Postal Service. Allegedly, it says, sorry, your package has been delayed. Click here for clarification. Yeah, I'll do that right now. It's funny because over the past... And I know we got an email from our IT department that said that there's been a security breach here at the radio station. You think? Oh, always. Scams coming in constantly. I got one from payroll. At KSLX.com, telling me that there's been a change to my payroll deductions. <laughs> oh, our big payroll department. Yeah, payroll. I'm yeah. sure you've seen the payroll department. That's the one with all the money in it. Yeah. Well, you know, the thing is, the thing these scammers don't understand is that we don't have, like, big... This is a radio station. Skeleton crew is the operative term. Yes. And we don't have, like, big departments of people. No. Instead of one department being, like, ten people, it is... One person is like 10 departments. Well, I mean, let's give you a great example. With the exception of one other show in this building, it's a skeleton crew. This one place has like nine people doing their show for them. Right. And then it's just you, me, and Guido here. I got, and this is no no exaggeration, I got a dozen emails in less than three hours from a place called the Expert Cafe. I don't know what that is. Oh, my God. I don't know what that is, but I will tell you this. In my 53 years on this planet, I have never once thought that I would take the effort and time invested to block an email address. I, I grabbed my iPhone. I was like, I can't have this happening. It's killing my battery. Uh, I went and I clicked on this thing, and I, and, I, and I actually learned how to block an email address, to have it just sent directly to my trash, because this expert cafe thing was ridiculous. It was and I was getting like an email every 12 minutes or something like that. I got like them too. It was, you did. I'm amazed that you mentioned that. I because, can't believe we haven't talked about this yet. Yeah. Um, that oh my happened, God. And I did the what exact is it? same thing. What is the expert? I, I didn't even look enough. There were so many of them. I was like, this is insane. I'm not going to just sit here and click delete for nope. each one of them. No. I actually did. First time ever. Me too. Figure out how to block an email and, and have it sent to my spam or whatever folder. Me too. I mean, we get a ton of useless yeah. email here at the radio station. Obviously, it's a radio station email address. People use it to goof on us and stuff like that. And we try to read every email. But this one was like, I was like, oh, you got to be kidding me. Yeah. It Again? Was, it was far from personal. Because no. there were so many of them. No. And they were completely rid- generic, I ridiculous. think. Ridiculous. So I, I, I learned how to block the email. I have since forgotten. But if anything yes, like exactly. that happens again, <laughs> I will relearn that yes. craft. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I, it was... It was in the teens, at least, within two or three hours. Yes. No, ridiculous. I, yeah. I got dozens, dozens of emails. And it was it was like every third email was something from something called the Expert Cafe. So be careful if you're getting those. I also am getting now, I'm finding out that all of my, whatever the subscriptions were, have been renewed. And uh, <laughs> if I want to cancel them, I can get my $362 random USD deposit back yeah, if exactly. I just click here. So, uh, you know, speaking of email, you can always reach us with something legit. It's mark at kslx.com. That's Mark with a K, because C is for clowns. Or, or Neanderthal at KSLX.com, and you're not going to spend the time to write that out, so just send it to Mark. <laughs> that simple. We're going to pick up with Shannon, who is checking in from Mayer, Arizona. Hi, Shannon. Hey, guys. All right, you're going to be our picker in story time today. So mine... Um, I am curious if this has happened to others. 
I called a business for assistance on Friday for a problem I was having at my home, and the way they answered the phone told me I didn't want to use this business. I will counter with, I judge the success of my day based upon one event shared with my elderly female dog. Which one do you think is more interesting? Um, I don't know, because I do love my pets so much, but I've got to know how much this business sucks. I got to know. She got to know. She got to know. (laughs) All right. So, Shannon, on Friday, I needed... I was calling for appliance repair, all right? I needed a, I needed an appliance repaired at my home. So I looked online. There's a whole bunch more to this story, but I'm just narrowing it down to this one item. Okay. So if you started an appliance business, Shannon, and you named it Shannon's Appliance Repair, uh-huh. and I called you on your business line, how would you answer the phone? Shannon's business appliance repair. Can I help? Sounds yeah. right. Yeah. Can I help you? Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. So That's I'm. I lo- answer my phone. I always tell them who I am and can I help you and then and whatever they need, I go look for it. So yeah. So that's what I was doing on Friday. I looked online and I saw. And I'll just make up a name. I'll say um, Kowalski's Appliance Repair. I don't want to. Oh I don't want to. Oh my God! That's my daughter's husband's last name. That is so hilarious. <laughs> Small <laughs> world. <laughs> Such an uncommon Polish name too. I mean, what are the odds? So okay. <laughs> so I, I I get on the phone. I call the number for Kowalski's Appliance Repair, not the real name of the business. Right. Phone rings once or twice. Somebody picks up. I can tell it's in a moving vehicle, and this is what I hear along with the moving vehicle. Hello. <laughs> okay. That's it, huh? That's it. And well, so, that's not very good. Right. And I'm I'm automatically, like, thrown off. I'm like, is this the appliance repair? And then, again, there's a delay, and the guy's like, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, I'm, boy. I'm not sure the guy even knows that he's got his phone number online, and he has an appliance repair business. So I just said, you know, I'm sorry I got the wrong number. Sorry about that. Goodbye. And I hung up, and I didn't use it. Right. <laughs> Have you ever had that happen, Shannon, where you call and it's like they don't even know what business they're running? Not really. I try to fix all my own stuff or between people I know. <laughs> so never <laughs> called a business. Okay. Not once ever. Not really. <laughs> but, not really. I figure it out myself. I was a single mom for a lot of years. I had to figure out a lot of things. I had a lot of cars, too. All right. Well, good. But good. I learned how to work on them a little. Random collection right there. Yeah. Well, nice going, yeah. Shannon. Well, we we appreciate you checking in. Say hi. It's the Dollar Tree or Dollar General in Mayer? It's, it's Family Dollar, but it, family we're, also, dollar. we're also a hybrid store, so we are also part of one of the few that are also at Dollar Tree as well. All right. You have a great morning, Shannon. Take care. You too, guys. Thanks right. so much. Bye. If you're running a business, do you answer the phone, hello? No. You say, hello, the name of the business. You would How think. can I direct your call? You May I help you? What can I do for you today? Mm-hmm. Just, hey, if you're running a business out there, that's the way I react to it anyway. I think other people might also. I'm sure Kowalski's Appliance Repair appreciates the free free plugs today, too. We, we have a finger story coming up. Hey, it's Mark and Paul, And many thanks to everybody who emailed us over the weekend with this story. I'll just read the headline to you because this kind of sums it up. Maricopa woman finds tires slashed and a severed finger in her driveway. 
That's the headline. Now, aside from the obvious pun of police need a hand oh, I see what you to did solve there. this case. They'd like somebody to finger who's responsible for this. Um, the whole thing sounds weird. Now, <laughs> nobody saw or knows anything. Well, somebody heard something, right? In fact, we have we have the woman who whose house it is, whose tires were slashed and who has this finger, this random finger in her driveway. She said this. We assume it happened around 1030 last night because we had our neighbor across the street that lives next door to him. Heard a yell and some crying around 1030 and then he sped off shortly after. All right. I don't mean to sound sound critical here, but. Does she sound a little blasé about somebody slashing her tires and then losing a finger in her driveway? Like, I would be, I wouldn't be happy. I'd no, be I'd like, be a little, you know, I, this is really weird. We're upset about out. this, yeah. creeped out by it. Yeah. Something smells. I Listen, I'm not saying the woman's not on the level who's reporting this, but it's just too weird of a story. She said they got into an argument with a neighbor at a, at a neighborhood gathering like the night before, and then all of a sudden... The next day or the next night, their tires were slashed and there was a finger. Could somebody who was slashing tires with obviously a sharp implement, could they accidentally slash their whole finger off that quickly? Yeah, severed their Sever entire finger? finger. And by the way, the neighborhood heard some yelling and crying and then somebody sped off. So let me get this straight. There was some yelling. People noticed that nobody went to the window or did anything. Called th- Nobody called authorities. I mean, we, no, don't, we don't know that, but they didn't no, say I mean, that they none of that. It seems like a normal thing you do. And if you dig a little bit deeper, this woman, who is, by the way, attractive, um, this woman was an ex-paramedic. Do, do paramedics take a Hippocratic oath? Do they do, like, if they hear somebody outside suffering, aren't they sort of duty-bound to go and address the situation, or at least... I, well, would, I don't... Well, I mean, she, she supposedly didn't hear it, so I don't know. But, and, and the other thing is... I mean, look, my neighborhood is not exactly the most social neighborhood in the face of the earth. But if I heard somebody crying or screaming or something going on outside and somebody screeching, I would at least go outside and go, the hell's going on out here? Yeah, right. Exactly. And then they say that there's a trail of blood from her driveway to the front door of the neighbor that she conveniently had an argument with the night before and whose finger might be in the driveway. Two things. But they haven't seen him since. They haven't seen him since. So three things now. A, can they do a fingerprint match on this guy? They do have the finger so they can get a print off of it. Wouldn't he take the finger with him? You would think. You know, you hear stories of them putting it in a bag of ice. Yes. And if he lives so close by, why don't you just knock on the door and say, hey, man, can I see your hands? Put your hands up. I want to count the finger. Unless Jerry Garcia lives next door. They're gonna be, it's going to be obvious no, that that just, finger has just been recently lost. Yeah, again, I'm not saying that the woman's not on the level. I'm just saying something about this story doesn't add up. It I doesn't agree. Make sense. I agree. The whole thing sounds a little fishy. Yeah. It adds up to only nine and a half instead of ten. Yes. If you know what I'm saying. I right? can't quite put my finger on what's wrong. <laughs> but it's, you know, are we being too suspicious here? It's, it's 480-470-KSLX. <laughs> but I... <laughs> And, and I, I, I mention this because there were a lot of people who sent this to us over the weekend saying, oh, you guys got to talk about this. So we're talking about it, but I'm just, my cynical hat is on. And just just for continuity's sake, when you do call us at 480-470-KSLX, <laughs> we will answer it with the name of our new business, Mark and the Interpol Detective <laughs> Services. That's right. Ridiculous. Something about this is wrong. So very wrong. A lot of other people are agreeing with us that uh, this story in Maricopa sounds very odd. 
Um, okay, so just a quick recap. Uh, woman has argument with neighbor, unrelated, allegedly. Later that night at 1030, shouting is heard outside and a little crying and then a screeching car tire as somebody leaves the vicinity. Woman goes outside, finds out her tires have been slashed and a severed finger in the driveway. It's, yeah. I mean. And that's where the trail goes cold. Yes. Well, actually not. That's not where the trail goes cold because there was apparently a trail of blood heading to the neighbor with whom she had a disagreement earlier in the evening. To his house. To his house. By the way, nobody has seen or heard from this neighbor since. Don't you think somebody should have done a welfare check here? Yeah, what if this guy? Check, yeah. What if this guy? If, if this guy lost a finger, I mean, I don't know how many veins are in the the finger, but I would assume that there's enough artery. It seems like a a copious way to lose blood. A good, it's it's a funnel of some sort. Well, like a hose. Like if you cut a hose, you'd... you've seen what happens in a Monty Python right. movie. You yes, know, I when, saw when that. you cut off at the shoulder, it's yeah. like it's like a fire hydrant. Yeah, I mean. And we joke about it, but the struggle is real. <laughs> I mean, the guy might have actually bled out if nobody's actually seen him. But the, since then. The, but especially with the like the clip we played from the woman who found the severed finger in her driver, you'd think she'd be rattled, shaken. Instead, it was she was very upbeat, very, uh, you know, very candid, very open, joking a little bit. Yeah, just, I mean, it just seemed of, too upbeat. She has too much of it. And here you go. My husband says there's a finger in the driveway. Ellen, oh, by the way, you have two flat tires. Oh, yeah. Oh, by the way, you have two flat tires. There's a finger in the Oh, by the way, you have two flat tires. That's so blasé, so nonsensical. I have, why do I want to say that this woman owns a confectionery somewhere and she makes <laughs> cakes and these are like, it's finger food, no pun intended, but these are like little, little what are they called? Canopies, whatever those those things that are uh, cannolis. Cannolis, yeah. yeah, yeah. See, I I don't know if I'm at this point just yet. This very now, Beth, don't con me. I'm starting I don't to feel know it, if though. I'm there. I'm starting to feel it there. I'm, I also think maybe there's is there a film crew here in the valley filming a horror movie? Is this woman an actress that she's doing something with? I don't know. The only thing that would make this story more strange is if it was a different body part that was left in the in the driveway. <laughs> You made it weird. <laughs> no, no, you made it weird. I didn't tell you which body part. It Okay. Does it seem to you that somebody who is busy slashing a tire could accidentally sever their own finger in the process? If you had a knife that folded and you were hammered and you weren't paying attention and you're trying to go through a tire and that knife folded up on you, it's possible to take off a finger. You'd have to sit on the knife. I'm just saying it's possible. It's, I'm not saying. Look, I'm with you guys. This something, you know. Yeah, this is Jerry Springer shit all the way. Yeah, a lot of things are going to have to fall into place for that finger to come off. Yep. Ah, uh, Maricopa. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just don't know. Yeah. Uh, even a, a a a knife folding up. I mean, boy, to go right through the finger, that'd be a lot of force. Yeah. No, it's it's uh, I, again the whole thing. So, and again. If somebody, look, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna grant you that the guy was st- was slashing tires. I'm also gonna grant you that he severed his finger. I am not going to to say that somebody cutting their finger off is going to that guy is going to just run away without his finger, get in his car, run away, and do his, like. There's no medical facility in the valley that that got a, an emergency room visit. There's no way that that you leave your finger behind. <laughs> That's slashing it, slashing yeah. a tire is a misdemeanor crime at best. Above anything else, the fact that the finger was left there. I think even if you're in shock, even if you're wasted, you grab the finger. 
It's yeah. instinct. It's, it's your you first s- instinct. You scream bloody murder. I have had an ingrown toenail on my big toe <laughs> and stubbed my toe in Chandler, Arizona, and they heard it in Spokane. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's no way. That's worse than cutting your finger off, stubbing your toe. Uh, Everybody yeah. knows that. Yeah, it's the worst. <laughs> so Absolute bad. worst. Mark and Neanderthal, it's a sad Monday. We lost a legend. Yeah. Now, it's not John Aston. Nope. Uh, and Ted Cassidy has long since passed. It is... Felix Sela. Now you're saying to yourself, who the f- is Felix Sela? He was cousin it. He had the it. He, he had was the it factor. The yeah. it. Yeah. Cousin it passed away over the weekend at now, age 84 from the Adams family. Yeah, he would now he was a little person, and so sometimes that happens. It, you know, I can tell you this. He spelled his name, or they spelled the character Cousin It, I-T-T. Just for the hell of it, there was an extra T. If you try and type that on a Mac, even if you capitalize the I, it will auto-correct you like there is no tomorrow. They don't believe there could be an I-T-T spelling of It. Despite all of those annoying television commercials in the 70s and 80s, I-T-T is a difficult thing to get done when you're trying to type it into a Google browser. This is a very sad day for all his peers, all the other people who are covered from head to toe in hair, who wear (laughs) bowler hats and sunglasses and speak in high-speed gibberish, but... um, it is very sad. I mean, for me, he was more like he was more like brother it to me. I was that connected to him. It was uh, a, a great cousin it. Sorry, I didn't want to <laughs> didn't want to disrespect him there, but it was a good character. It was it, it was, was a great, great character. You know, again, this this begs cousin it is one of those characters that begs the he was the Adams family version of maybe the greatest pet in the history of Hollywood horror TV shows. Spot from the Munsters. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 yeah. Cousin, it was. Fun. If you watch the Adams Family now with an adult's mind yeah. and perspective, yeah. you'll ask yourself, who was who was doing the acid? Yeah. These writers were all on LSD, is what you're going to think. It, it's crazy I mean, stuff. It, is there a more tweaker-like character than Gomez Adams? Right. He was out of control. John yes. Aston was was certifiably nuts and completely oversexed. Also, yes, that's the other thing. Like, that was like hilarious. That of part the, of it. I mean, given the the time that the, that the TV show was on, as a kid, you don't get any of the references. But as an adult, you look back and you go, Gomez and Morticia were having. <laughs> Crazy they sex. Were, they were going nuts. They were. <laughs> I'm guessing there was a swing in their bedroom and all kinds of toys yep. involved. Yep, one of those weird chairs. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's very sad. Um. You know, Lurch is going to be delivering the eulogy. He's working on it now. <laughs> the brilliant sounds something like that. The brilliant Ted Cassidy, by the way. <laughs> As Lurch. He was, he was, that guy was like seven feet tall, had a great sense of humor, and apparently could play the harpsichord. Yes. Who knew? Killer on the harpsichord. Who knew? But listen, if you're very sad about Cousin It passing away, let these words, the last words of Cousin It, give you comfort. (laughs) Yeah. I don't even know what that, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's very comforting to me. Inspire him say that. <laughs> that was a great show. I love oh the Adams God. Family. And we could go, you know, one of these times we should go back and forth as to Adams Family versus the or Monsters. Or the Monsters, yeah. It's so I own both I own both series on DVD, the entire series. I don't know why I bought them. 
I think I saw them like I was at Zia Records one day. I'm like, the entire series for $11 on DVD? I must have both of them. I just love the name Uncle Fester. Fester means to sort of sit there and decay and get worse <laughs> and rot. Yeah. And that was his name. Go, no. back and watch, go back and watch The Addams Family with an adult's perspective, and you'll see a completely new show. Oh, my God. And if you want, not that I'm ever advocating, but it is legal now, why not drop a couple gummy edibles? <laughs> It'll make the show that much funnier. Yep. Endorsed by Pugsley. Yep. Time for us to expose stupidity. And oh, what stupidity it is. Stupidity worthy of being deemed the Mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day. Yeah. 40-year-old Jose Espinosa of Franklin Square, New York, was not feeling so great last week. This was on Thursday. So Jose got himself over to a local medical facility. This is all on, on Long Island in New York is where Franklin Square is. Okay. So Jose got looked at, and then he took off. He headed back home. All right. Well, it seems so seems innocuous at this point. Right. Once he got home, that's where the problem started for Jose. Oh, no. He had left something behind at the doctor's office. You know what right. a pain that is, right? Yeah, do you, you got to go back to the doctor. Yeah, do you go back and get it? You or have do to you, mail it. Do, right, that's a, that's an option. Do you just call them and ask them to hold it? You'll get it next time you're nearby send or whatever. An, send an Uber to go pick it up and bring yep. it to you. Yep, yep. First thing to do, Jose was thinking, was, was call there and see if he actually did leave it there or maybe this is something he dropped somewhere else when he was in transit. Who yeah. knows? That's unfortunate. You know, you get a lot of things when you're, you know, you're gathering up your items and stuff like that when you're leaving a doctor's yeah. office. It's easy to just leave yeah. something behind. Yep. You know, wallet, cell phone, credit card, yeah. something like that. Medical card, medical benefit card. You know, the list is endless, really. Yeah. So Jose called the medical facility, let them know that he thought he had left something behind when he left, and he described it to them. And the person on the phone said, you know what? We'll, we'll take a look for it, and we'll call you back and let you know. Well, they did look for it, and they did find it. Oh, nice of them. And then instead of calling Jose back, they called police because what Jose left behind was a baggie full of cocaine. And that's wrong? It is kind of wrong. From what I hear, Does it's this, illegal. I, this sounds like it violates the doctor-patient <laughs> privilege. <laughs> Seems like it. Not sure about that. I mean, he might have a lawsuit here. Well, Jose, if he does have a lawsuit or doesn't, he is definitely the Mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day. I think that was a beautiful story you just told. The Dumbass of the Day is sponsored by Roadrunner Harley-Davidson, the newest Harley dealership in the Valley. They're now open at 159th Avenue and McDowell in Goodyear. You know, earlier this morning, we mentioned a very sad loss over the weekend. Felix Sela, who played Cousin It yes. on The Adams Family, passed away. So we, we tipped our bowler hat to him this morning earlier. Sure. Now we got to mention another one in in the world of rock and roll. Yeah, you know this song, a Louis a Louis. Louis Louis is one of the most famous songs of all time. Yeah, I mean this. They have parades for this song. Yeah, this is big. It's been covered cities. by a bazillion different bands. Um, it is one of the most famous songs of all time. It's one of the songs you learn when you first learn how to play an instrument because yep. it's super simple. Yep, and it's their only hit. The Kingsmen. The Kingsmen, yeah. if you will. Believe it or not, the Kingsmen were still a touring entity until the pandemic hit. I don't know what will happen once things get straightened out, if the Kingsmen will hit the road again. But they were playing out at places, believe already, it or not. How many of them are still alive? The only original passed away over the weekend. So the answer is zero. 
Yeah. Zero of them Zero are of still the alive. originals. The only original who was still playing with them was a guy named Mike Mitchell who passed away. Okay. I love this quote from Joe Walsh of the Eagles. Because, again, despite the fact that they only had one hit, it was a massive hit that has massive influence in the history of rock. Yeah. Joe Walsh says, I learned to play the guitar because of Mike Mitchell. Of course. I know every one of his solos, mistakes and all. And if Great quote. If there's a guy that's familiar with sloppy guitar solos, it's Joe Walsh. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but, you know, listen, if you, if you go back and listen to the guitar solo in Louie Louie, it's fun. Again, he doesn't know what he's playing. Then again, it's not like now where you've got 40 takes and you can just take a guitar solo and plug it into something. He probably had a maximum of one tries yeah, to and, get and, that know, done. Nowadays, they do something they call comping it, where they'll do like nine takes of the guitar solo and take the first four notes from the first take, the last eight notes from the third, the third take, and they basically chart yeah, everything they, in there, and they build it from scratch. Like a like puzzle. Any, yeah, like any yeah. other thing. So the idea that those guys who basically they just turned on a tape recorder and said, okay, guys. Play. Yeah. And hope it came out good. There may have been one microphone hanging in the middle of the room as yes. opposed to all the instruments being mic'd and yeah. gone into separate channels and things like that. So, yeah. yeah, it's, it's, yes, there's probably some mistakes in that guitar solo. It's yeah, not clams, as good as you, you might hear, him, hear it, but he steps on a couple of notes here and yeah. there. He doesn't really know where he's going with it, but then he just again. knows he has to come back around on the one at some point. <laughs> he probably only had one try because they probably only had the studio for a half hour. Yep. And that was all they were going to get, and they got some magic out of it, yeah. believe it or not. He probably, his fee for that, that session was probably a tuna fish sandwich. <laughs> yes, exactly. And a, and a sip of beer. Yep, and the ability to tour off of that one hit for 50-some-odd years. Yes, again, all you need is one hit. As long as it's a big hit, you can do it forever. And you can keep getting paid. Good for them. a little bit late, but that's okay. It's 9.03 with Mark and Yetta Paul. And we'll get into the big three at nine. Some really cool sound clips that we have collected this morning. So I was watching this as it happened on Friday night. I was going to say live, but it was the just the first airing of it, of the Bill Maher show, uh, which is called Real Time. And Sharon Osbourne was on giving her first interview since she got fired from, is it The Talk? Yeah. The show was, that she was part of? I think she originally took a leave of absence and then has voluntarily stepped down so they, they don't have to say they fired her. I think that's kind of how that goes. Yeah, but she was removed because of defending Pierce Morgan for his comments on a show in Great Britain that he was fired from, resulting from the Meghan and Harry interview the night before. Pierce, Pierce Morgan said he didn't believe what Meghan Markle was saying, and people accused him of being racist, and... Because she defended him, yeah. the racism cloud now hangs over her as well. Yes, and she doesn't like that. I've been called so many things in my life. I am so used to being called names, but a racist is one I will not take. Well, <laughs> Yeah, I, I, it's an insult if you're not one. Yes, but if you say racist things or you defend people with racist viewpoints, you, you become guilty by association. And I don't know that you get a choice to pick and choose what people call you. Well, I mean, you, that's you, you don't, although it, it does seem like 
I don't even know if what Pierce Morgan said was all that racist because I, I haven't I haven't heard it necessarily no, word it was for the, word. It's but, that thing that was going back and forth. We did play this. We used this and, on the Big Three, where he and, a, and an African American commentator in England got into it, and the commentator basically said that he had a problem with Megan because she's part black. And there was intimations of racism, and they've gone back and forth. So, you know, it's one of those things. Look, British culture is a little bit different, and they're now, just now, starting to really address the racism, cultural racism in their country. So it's interesting just to see how it's done from an outsider's point of view. We we know our racism, but when you see other countries do it, it's kind of weird to watch. But it's weird now that you can get fired because people feel like you didn't strongly condemn something. Well, that's that's cancel culture right there. Yeah, it's like you can be like four people removed from the initial thing, and if your comment isn't strong enough or doesn't satisfy yeah, you enough people, you can get fired. Enough. Yes. Crazy. Anyway. Yeah, you con- you got to condemn them strongly enough. You know what we need just to break this tension up? What? It's just a fun baseball play-by-play of an exciting play. Okay, then. Gonzalez is all one Swatted the right center field. Now, what that is right there is uh, San Diego and L.A. playing over the weekend. Mookie bets with a diving catch for the Dodgers. He's the official Mookie of the Mark and the Underpaul show. Not <laughs> yes, sure you knew he that. Is. Yeah, uh, That ended the game. It was a great catch. And, boy, if you want to talk about a guy on a roll, Mookie Betts had a great career with the Red Sox, was an MVP, yeah. won a World Series, at least one with the Red Sox, signs a massive free agent deal with the Dodgers, and wins the World Series in his first season with them. Yeah, he's doing all right. He's having a nice little run for himself. He's got it locked up right yeah. now, pretty much. Yeah. Good yeah. Good for Mookie. And we spent some time with this earlier this morning. The very strange story in Maricopa. A lot of people sent this story to us and wanted us to talk about it. Strange things are afoot in the Copa. Yes. But it has to do with the hand, really, not the foot. Right. They found a finger in the driveway. This woman says, you know, they covered this woman's story that says she her tires were slashed in her driveway. And there was a severed finger also in the driveway. And this was like the night after she had had an argument with a neighbor about something. It's all very, very strange. And she seems very sort of cavalier about the whole thing. My husband says there's a finger in the driveway. Ellen, oh, by the way, you have two flat tires. We assume it happened around 1030 last night because we had our neighbor across the street that lives next door to him. Heard a yell and some crying around 1030. And then he sped off shortly after. He who? Yeah, it's... He who sped off shortly after? How do you know it was a man? How do you know it was a guy? There's too many holes in this for me to believe it. I'm starting to call... I'm going to call Balderdash. The biggest, I'm thinking shenanigans. The biggest hole in this whole story is that the finger was left. If you had sliced your finger off right. while, while you were slashing somebody else's tires, which I'm not sure how easy that is to do. It doesn't seem very simple. Right. But you'd take your finger. I don't care what kind of state of shock you're in. You're going to grab your finger. Now, Beth, don't con me. This whole thing is starting to sound like BS. I really am. I'm, I'm going to... Yeah. Uh, my... my uh, Just color me suspicious. Yeah. I, I don't I don't believe this. And I think something's going to come out of this because the story... And again, just to give you the, the background, woman has argument with next door neighbor unrelated to this incident, of course. Later on, around 1030... Some screaming and yelling is heard, then tearing off, you know, drove off, screeching off. He, who we don't know who was involved in this, leaving a trail of blood to the front door of his home, and he hasn't been seen since. Oh, by the way, how about a welfare check? Mm. Are the Copa police listening? You guys, Maricopa County Sheriffs might want to go 
knock on that guy's door. Yeah, Pinal County. But oh, it was a Pinal. Sorry. Yeah, the, I, I just sorry, I heard Maricopa. My it's sorry. all the mystery of the Maricopa finger. It is a very, very strange situation. We will monitor it. We will keep a finger on it for you. And that is the big three at nine. We'll roll them again tomorrow here at KSLX. Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. Sounds good and loud. Huh? 100.7 KSLX. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel anytime. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Season's greetings. Hey, dude, shoes here. Is there anything better than going home for the holidays? Of course not. Well, that's exactly how your toes feel after slipping on a pair of Hey Dude shoes. Hey Dude makes the lightest, comfiest, and coziest shoes out there. They make each step as holly and jolly as can be. So, give the gift of comfy this holiday season. Welcome home for the holidays, toes. Hey Dude, good to go to.